game time. Haven't seen any of uh, the NFL insiders yet give us a give us a uh, clear delineation either way between Rappaport and Schefter. So keep an eye on it. There was some speculation he might play. And listen, it's again the fantasy football championship. I think if Lamar Jackson is out there. You probably have to use him, but this is just for somebody who is maybe, you know, doesn't love their options and has been riding Lamar Jackson this since far into the season. I would say if he's active, you go ahead and use him, although it does certainly seem like Tyler Huntley is the more likely starter in Baltimore today. I did want to get it out there that there's a possibility for him to play, him being Lamar Jackson for the Raven for the Ravens. And so you may want to keep an eye out on that as inactives roll in just to confirm that he's not out there. They do have the noon day noon game today against the Rams. Look at this stuff. Oh, and he breaks the tackle. Edwards Alaire for the touchdown. He was stopped in his tracks by Robert Spillane. And just when it looked like it was over for a two-yard loss, he bounces out of it and heads home for the score. Uh, he's finally been productive over the last few weeks. Clyde Edwards Alaire, though, is inactive today for the Kansas City Chiefs, which means they will Probably go back to their usual, give Daryl Williams the feature back role with a little bit of uh, gore sprinkled in, but I'm not using gore at this point. Daryl Williams, though, is definitely a strong play against the Bengals today. Also a noon kick, but uh, as the Chiefs look to try and get Clyde Edwards-Alaire back and healthy for the playoffs, most likely having to buy themselves. So, um, But if you've been somebody who's been using Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you're going to need another option because he is out for the Chiefs today. Third down and nine, Eagles must get to the 35. They keep it on the ground, and Sanders is still going in Steelers' territory. The Pittsburgh native, Miles Sanders, takes it all the way with his mom and many friends in attendance here at Heinz Field, 74 yards. Boy, Miles Sanders has finally come uh, come alive over the last couple weeks and finally produced the way that a lot of people were hoping they he would when they drafted him in say the second, third, fourth round of their fantasy football drafts this season. But alas, he's he's not going to play today. He's done for the season, which means that Boston Scott has yet another opportunity to uh, play fantasy hero as he's been doing when given the opportunity. He's a solid play, I think, if you're he's first of all, check your waiver wire because uh this Miles Sanders news was a little bit uh it wasn't clear at the outset and also the fact that some people in your league, you know, it's been a weird holiday week, so it's certainly possible that some guys have floated through your wa- waivers that wouldn't normally, especially when you consider there may only be one or two or three other people who are really playing this uh, stretch out because the rest of your league mates have been eliminated. So Boston Scott, just make sure he's not available on your waiver wire because even if you don't have to use him, you would prefer to uh, keep him away from your opponent this morning if at all possible. So just make sure that he is claimed on your waiver wire. Here's the handoff. Swift trying to get down. Hill. Swift breaks away. DeAndre Swift. Touchdown Lions. 57 yards. So DeAndre Swift finally set to return for the Lions, and he has been a very productive player for the Lions and fantasy football players all year when he's been out there, certainly in PPR leagues as well. So DeAndre Swift, I think, is someone who can you can finally go ahead and uh, feel all right uh, putting in your lineup today as he is already set to return. Now, Jared Goff is listed as doubtful, so I don't think he'll be under center. I know I mentioned that it's always better to have that number one quarterback there for you just to keep the defense honest, but I think at this point in the season, if you're looking for, you know, Swift to be plugged into your lineup, I would not hesitate. I know Tim Boyle I've been uh, hard on in the past. He was uh, somewhat productive last week, so I think you can feel uh, confident going ahead and using DeAndre Swift at this point.
Pressure on. Dumps it off at a screen to Gibson. And Antonio Gibson running like a receiver. Can he be caught by Tredavious White? Eventually, yes. All the way inside the 10 and into the Jarrett Patterson, come on down. The Washington football team has placed Antonio Gibson on the COVID-19 list. He is not going to be available for them today. So that means that Jared Patterson is next in line for Washington to get some reps. Honestly, um, you have to be in a real desperate situation to go ahead and trust him today. Um, Washington, an offense that has certainly struggled at times this year. So I would um, be reluctant, but if you're somebody who had Gibson and really don't have anyone else to turn to, Jarrett Patterson is the name who you might be able to get 15 touches out of this morning, or I'm sorry, this afternoon. But um, I will say that Jonathan Williams also lurks. Now, you're certainly not using Williams today, but um, I'd just be concerned. don't love the idea of using Patterson, but he's the name if you're absolutely desperate. Pressure by the Rams. Brady able to throw and hit Evans again. Got the first down, trying to spin for more. Still on his feet, and he gets there. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. So Mike Evans is ready to play. Apparently he's been dealing with the hamstring injury and COVID. Now he's been removed from the COVID list. He's also listed as questionable along with Antonio Brown. I think uh, based on what we saw yesterday, the expectation is that Antonio Brown should be good to go. However, Mike Evans is going to be he's questionable so first and foremost check the inactives this afternoon the bucks get the jets at noon today so make sure that evans is out there for you to use him um i'd be a little concerned about using him if you have some solid options today just because of that hamstring injury concerned that he could be you know limited in terms of routes used especially if the buccaneers get any type of significant lead i would expect that they will be cautious with evans and he could be shut down early if they have that lead against the jets and even if they don't i wouldn't be surprised at all to see him with a you know you know a limited route um routes run today so mike evans i'm probably not going to use him if i can avoid it at all today Saw Judy in motion, top of your screen, but Teddy's looking the other way. Here's Bridgewater throwing on the run, end zone caught, touchdown, it is Cortland Sutton, and there's your celebration. Now, Cortland Sutton is a dicey situation. I saw late last night that he's going to travel with the team, and even though he was on the COVID, or I think there was some concern about him being a close contact in terms of COVID-19, but uh, as of now, all systems were a go for him as an ex- expectation to play. But let's be honest, he's really struggled down the stretch here, so it'd probably be very difficult to consider using him. Perhaps more importantly is the fact that the man throwing in the ball, Teddy Bridgewater, will not be under center for the Broncos, and it neither will Jerry Judy. So the entire Broncos passing game looks like a bit of a mess. Ah. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams have been you know, uh, very productive a one-two combo for the Broncos this year. They're both expected to play, even though both were listed as questionable. I would expect them to see a lot of touches today against the Chargers. So I think if you are somebody who's been using Gordon and or Javante Williams this season um, in your RB2 or flex spot, probably going to have to continue to use them, You know, even though uh, Drew Locke's going to be your starter today. Cattahill surveying the scene, looking in zone, Titans, and it comes in a big spot on third down. 
Well, Julio also on the COVID-19 list. He's already been ruled as out, which just means that I think uh, A.J. Brown, if you were on the fence at all about using him, I think you have to go ahead and plug him right back in. You, you know, in most cases, I got a few questions via Twitter that, uh, you know, what am I doing with A.J. Brown over the last few weeks? Obviously, his his most recent game against the 49ers was a, a monster one. And I think without... Um, Without Julio Jones today, you have to go ahead and assume that A.J. Brown likely to see a similar workload. He had uh, 16 targets and 11 catches for 145 and a tutty against the Niners the last time they played. So go ahead and get A.J. Brown locked in. And Julio Jones, if you were even thinking about it, he's a no-go. It is Mitchell pushing the So Elijah Mitchell expected to be available today for the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo will not be. He is dealing with that thumb injury that's going to keep him out, and thus uh, Trey Lance will get the start today against the Houston Texans in what is a very tasty matchup at home. And so if you're, maybe again, the Kirk Cousins situation has bit you and you're looking for an option, I think Trey Lance is viable today against the Houston Texans because of his running ability. Now, you know, how how far down on the list are you going to go? It kind of depends upon your options. But I think uh, I have Trey Lance in my top 12 today. So I think you could certainly find yourself in a situation where if you've been dealing with uh, Cousins or maybe some other issues, maybe, um, you know, maybe you've been riding Russell Wilson somehow, some way you made it through. Um, I think I might still use Trey Lance above Russell Wilson, the way he's played over the last, uh, the last, whatever it is, five to six weeks. So I think there are options where you might use Lance today, starting today for the 49ers. That's a name that goes way, way back in Bears history. What a catch by Connor and James Celebrates another touchdown. 23-yard impressive catch and run. This one's a little tricky as James Conner is listed as questionable. I don't feel good about holding out on James Conner right now because of that questionable designation. What I will say is it does concern me a little bit about anybody who's been using Chase Edmonds the last couple weeks, and certainly last week he gave you a big performance. So Chase Edmonds, if James Conner is active, I think takes a pretty big significant hit. So if we've got some solid options in the early games that you're looking at instead of Chase Chase Edmonds, I think that certainly might be the play today. All right, that does it for all the key injuries. And COVID designations, I am Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. Your turn, 312-332-3776. Let's go win that championship. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Helping you set your fantasy football lineup for championship weekend. I am Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks here on ESPN 1000. 
312-332-3776. Now is the time during the show when I run through your calls and we uh, help you set that lineup for, again, hopefully winning that uh, fantasy football tra- championship and perhaps a large cash prize as well. Let's head on out to uh, Tom, who is in Bridgeport this morning. What's going on, Tommy? Hey, Jeff. How are you, buddy? How you doing? Yeah, I had Kirk Pretty Cousins, well. so I need one of these four, okay? Um, yep. Carson Wentz, Tyson Hill, Tyler Huntley, or Trey Lance. So he wanted a four with no PPR. <sighs> All right, so, Tom, this is a little bit uh, – I, I honestly, I <laughs> my play here is Trey Lance, believe it or not. I just think the upside there against the Texans, I like it a lot. Is And when you consider your other options there, I, you know, your Carson Wentz, I don't – his ability to have a big game is a little bit, um, you know, it's uh, thwarted a little bit by the fact that they're just so run heavy. So unless you know they get near the goal line and they just throw a lot, it, the Carson Wentz big yeah, game is I not really there for you. I don't want to go double bubble, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, so. no, you definitely don't. So it really uh, comes down Tyson to Hill because he's got an easier schedule coming up the next two games. So wait, wait, so two, oh, this is a two-game stretch here. Yeah, yeah, two games. Uh, next week he's got Atlanta, Ooh. and this week he's got Carolina. So here's the question. Do you have to, whoever you start, are they, like, locked into your lineup for both weeks? Uh, it, they could be, yeah. Because i, I got so, to cut, cut uh, Kirk Cousins because it's, you know, it's last two weeks. I can't take a well, chance, you know. Well, so, but here's the thing, Tom, and I think this is an interesting point to bring up because as long as you can toggle your lineup, I don't want to, I wouldn't want you to cut Kirk Cousins because because of, of because of next week and the right. potential for him to return turn next week. You can't release him, right? Use yeah. Trey Lance. Use Trey Lance today, um, but as long as you don't have, as long as he's not locked in for two weeks, because the problem is, I don't think Trey Lance will be your starter next week. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will probably be back for the 49ers. So as long yeah. as you can change your lineup next week, then I would use Lance this week, and then probably try and get Cousins in there next week, assuming he's back. So if I wasn't cool. get Cousins back, would it be okay to take Hill then, because he will be there. Sure. Yeah, 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 sure. But like I said, the key is just as long as if it's just for today, then I want to go ahead and use Trey Lance. But um, you know, if it's a two week thing, then it's a, then it's a different story, right? But um, right, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I'd feel comfortable too with you know, um, you know, using Lance this week, and then if you can, you know, plug in Cousins next week, perfectly fine. You know, if you can't, if if you have to get, if we have to find another quarterback next week instead, um, we can go, we can get, do that when we get there. But you know, this week definitely Trey Lance. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it, man. Let's head on out to Mount Prospect and say good morning to Mike. Mike, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, Jeff, you cracked me up in your intro with the snow shoveling. And by the way, you're still a puppy. You're not old, buddy. I, that's why I had to I had to test it with uh, Tyler Aki and ask oh, him yeah, his uh, opinion. Him. You cracked me up. All right, I got two quick ones. I'm in only two leagues, and I'm in a championship for both of them. Believe partly, greatly because of you over the over no, the year. You, okay, the first quick one is uh, they're both PPR. Um, I got to choose one of the following three running backs. I wish I could start them all. DeAndre Swift at, at Seattle, uh, which is juicy. I got Daryl Williams at Cincinnati and no Ceh. And sure. Rashad Penny at home versus Detroit. I need one. <sighs> yeah, that, that those are all three pretty strong options. I think um, at this point, I'm like, ah, man, the PPR does throw a little wrench into it because for me it comes down to Swift versus Penny here. And I'm leaning Penny, Mike, um, just because of how well and explosive he's been when he's been out there. Uh, you know, the problem with Swift is oh, you just – 
first game returning, you know, with Boyle under center, if for whatever reason things – I could see a situation where he's productive but not, you know, not – the big game could be, um, you know, not there necessarily. Like with Penny, though, I think the opportunity is going to be there. And Daryl Williams, it's just – you know, you know how the Chiefs are. Occasionally, you know, they could go crazy and – Everybody could be catching touchdowns, and Daryl Williams, even though he's a better receiver than Edwards Alaire, um, I like him as a safe play, but I think the other two are much more explosive. So I'd probably roll with Penny there, Mike. All right, the other quick question in the other league Michael Carter with no Coleman and no Elijah Moore receiving versus Elijah Mitchell, who scares me. Great matchup with Houston, but, uh, you know, you got the running quarterback now, you got Jeff yeah. Wilson, you got Debo Samuel back there, too. Man, and is this a PPR or no? Yeah, that's PPR also. And that's less. Boy, all right, boy, that that really does make it difficult there, one. man. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's there's a, it just a little too much uncertainty for me. But I, you know what? I, I I say that though, and the truth is that I don't think Carter's going to do a whole bunch against the Bucks. The one thing the Bucks do yeah. is is shut down the run pretty well, right? And even right. though the the uh, catches should be there a little bit for Carter, every time. Elijah Mitchell has been healthy. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan has trusted him enough where he's made him the lead back. So I say as long as uh, Elijah Mitchell is re- out there and ready to go, i got to use him over Michael Carter just because I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of scoring being done yeah, for the Jets. Uh, I agree with you on that Jets. one. I really do. All right, my brother. All right, Mike. Thank you very much for everything. Th- Mike, thank you so much for being such a loyal listener. I do appreciate it. Uh, let's go win that championship. Let's try Mark, who's in Logan Square. Hey, Mark, what's going on? You're on the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Hey, Jeff. I got a half-point PPR here. I got Seth okay. Wilson, who I thought was going to be able to play in my sure. RB2 right now. But not mm-hmm. me. now I'm glad. I got Boston Scott, Devontae Freeman, and a Gungo Wale on the bench. Yeah, so um, uh, I think I, I would, I'm okay using Boston Scott, Mark. Uh, he's, you know... He seems to be the featured back whenever uh, he gets the the shot to do so when Miles Sanders is out. So, and you just pointed pointed out, you know, Jeff Wilson without Elijah Mitchell, completely different story. Certainly more interesting with Elijah Mitchell for whatever reason. Um, you know, he's been uh, he's impressed Kyle Shanahan enough where he likes to use him. So, I would go ahead and use Boston Scott today. Do you have any? Uh, sorry, do you think throwing MVS or uh, Tyler Boyd in the flex might be better than either one of those three? Yeah, no, not really. I, I do like uh, I like Boston Scott more. That's more of a touches play, especially in uh, you said it was a half point PPR, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's where MVS really kind of hurts you, I think, Mike. Because I'm Mike, I'm sorry, Mark. Because um, if he's not scoring a long touchdown, he's never really a volume play. And so you know the half point PPR doesn't you know it hurts his ability to kind of be uh you know a guy who can you can plug in and get some points from if he's not scoring that long touchdown. So yeah, definitely Boston Scott there, Mark. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Good Jeff. luck, my man. Thanks for calling. Let's try Brian, who is in Forest Park. Brian, what's going on, man? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Okay, so I got a half PPR. I need two running backs, uh Ronald Jones, Daryl Williams, uh Damian Harris. Javante Williams and Rashad Penny. All right, so I think you, you know, Damian Harris showed you what he's capable of last week. You, you got to, I think you have to ride him out for sure. You gave me and him then, last week, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's you know that one's pretty easy, especially the week he's coming off of. And you know what? I'm going back to uh, Rashad Penny there as well. Uh, I think he's again kind of asserted himself in that backfield. So I feel pretty good uh, suggesting both uh, Damian Harris and uh, Rashad Penny for you, Bry. Okay, and would you? Am I crazy to to sit uh, Stephon Diggs for any of those guys on my flex? Yeah, that that's a situation where, um, I, yeah, I can't get away from not using the stuff on digs. Now, again, and I always throw out the caveat, Bri, certainly I could be wrong in terms of who's going to score more points this weekend, but there's certain guys who they have, they've established themselves over the last few years as just your fantasy studs. You know that Diggs is going to see eight to ten targets at a minimum in all likelihood if uh, the Bills have their normal game plan. So, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to, to – Stefan Diggs in any any lineup. Okay. All right. Sounds All right. good. Thank you. You're you're a gentleman and a scholar. Appreciate you it. You are as well, Brian. I do appreciate it. All right. 312-332-3776. Half an hour to go. Plenty of time to take your calls on ESPN 1000, the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Week 17, championship week for your fantasy football playoff matchup. Hopefully... Hopefully your commissioner didn't change, didn't forget to change the schedule and you were playing in a championship week last week. I mean, if you were, you were and you just dealt with it. But hopefully most of the folks out there are playing in a league where the championship is this weekend and it is um, definitely interesting. It's been a crazy year. I do feel fortunate. I ran through all the key injuries in COVID-19 Reserve players earlier in the show, so if you need any of those, go ahead and check uh, check the podcast as the show wraps up. But I do feel, I guess, somewhat fortunate that even though we've had a lot of a lot of guys hit that list, I don't feel like there's been too many that really should swing your league in terms of huge, you know, players you've been relying on. I think we were we've kind of dodged that bullet. It looks like today, and uh, you know, aside from maybe Kirk Cousins, who has been a, a pleasant surprise for fantasy football players uh, in there in terms of relying on him as a quarterback, a productive quarterback. But I think we've kind of dodged the bullet in terms of, you know, any big, real big guys losing out. Maybe, I guess, Austin Eckler last week was the one that really hurt if you were uh, in your semis there. But it seems like this week we're going to, in terms of big names, dodge that bullet. Let's go on out to Burbank and say good morning to Nathan. Nate, what's going on, man? You are on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I want to say, no uh, first off, of my condolences for Jeff. Too soon. Much too soon. Of course. No, no Nathan, I, of course, that uh, goes without saying. Did a lot of uh, We did a lot of hours of programming to celebrate the life of Jeff Dickerson. Just crushing. If anybody's unaware, J.D. did, did unfortunately, die on December 28th due to complications from colon cancer. Uh, you know, he's a, a great dude, and um, he is going to be sorely missed at the station just been an absolute brutal week. We've uh, been knowing that it's, uh, you know, was coming li- likely for a-, a little bit here last week or so. So everyone here has just been dealing with uh, just a devastating loss to the station. He's certainly uh, a family member to all of us. So 
It's been a rough one. Um, I promise you that uh, Deanne Miller and I will both uh, also uh, give – we'll donate a little bit of our time this morning on the Points Bet pregame show to Jeff again as well. The Bears are going to uh, honor him and John Madden this morning before the national anthem uh, with a moment of silence. So that is also something that um, is appreciated by the Chicago Bears. But, yes, we're all terribly crushed. And, of course – if you are unaware, um, you can go ahead and uh, if you want to donate to uh, his son, Parker Dickerson, there's been a GoFundMe set up in his name. It's called Parker's Fund. Uh, the There's been so many very, very generous people out there who have donated um, and not just large sums of money by people around the NFL or people who knew Jeff very closely, but just a lot of people who listened to Jeff Dickerson on this radio station, got to know him that way. Been so many, you know, small donations, which are truly appreciated. And in some ways, um, you know, felt a lot more because I do think some of those donations are, are, are more heartfelt because they are just uh, inspired by the life that Jeff let. So certainly um, I do think we lost Nate there. So, Nate, give me a call back. Uh, I don't know. We got disconnected, but um, I do appreciate those. Uh, give me a call back. We'll get you right back in, move you to the front of the line there. But, again, if you missed it, um, it's been a tough week here at ESPN 1000, and I'm sure Jeff will not go unremembered. We'll, I promise you his name will and stories about him will continue to come up for a long time here on the station as long as all of us are working here. So, But, again, um, you know we do appreciate anybody out there who uh, have, has uh, worked and sent their condolences or, or uh, donated as well. Definitely do appreciate everything that you guys have done for us. And I do see that uh, Nate has jumped back in here. So as soon as Tyler has him up, I'm going to go ahead and bring him back in here. But uh, quickly, let's try Dave before we go back to Nate. Dave in Elkhorn, what's going on, man? Hey, hey Jeff, thanks for a great year. And, and he uh, hit what I was going to say. Man, I'm really sorry for you guys' loss. Uh, you guys, I've been calling your show for years, and I know I've never met you, and I'd love to meet you guys one of these days. Uh, I feel like you guys are family, and that was that was tough not being able to to hear him anymore, and and I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you, Dave. Uh, my question is, I need uh, one of these two, PPR, um, Sony Michelle or Daryl Williams. Yeah, I think you, I think you have to go with uh, Sony Michelle at this point, Dave. Um, you know, and, and Daryl Williams is always like he feels like that safe play. You know, unless he scores two or three touchdowns, but that's hard to bet on from a week to week basis. I think the Rams have really established Sony Michelle as their lead back at this point. So I'm rolling with him, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Dave. Do appreciate the kind words as well. All right, back out to Nathan in Burbank. What's going on, Nathan? How you doing, man? I'm great, buddy. I'll be fast. I know you got a lot of callers. Uh, I need two. No problem. PPR PPR Black for the Lombardi. I need uh, Keenan Allen, Rashad Mm -hmm. Penny, Amon Ross St. Brown, or Darrell Williams. I need two. PPR man, I you got you have to. I think I'll never not use Keenan Allen in a PPR, right? That's just how I am. Um, so I would still use Keenan Allen, and then man, it's it's for me, it's a toss up between Penny and uh, Daryl Williams, and I think I'm still leaning. Uh, boy, the PPR though, man. You know, in the PPR, I think I probably use Daryl Williams just because Penny is not nearly used in the passing game. So even, the, but I like the upside with Penny, Nate. So I'm not going to lie yeah, there. He's at home in Detroit stinks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's tough, man. So I, Keenan Allen, and I think I feel a little safer with Daryl Williams. But maybe uh, you know, if you're, 
I don't know. Do you feel like you're a, a huge underdog? Is it close? Are you the favorite here? What's the situation? I'm I'm a ten point favorite. Boy, all right, then I think I'm using Daryl Williams. I think I'm playing it safe because I know, you know, the safety is there with him. And no matter what, you feel like the Chiefs offense is going to, you know, I just feel like that's the, you know, the safer play in that situation. I feel a little better if I'm the favorite relying on uh, a more productive guy. So I think I would use Keenan Allen and Daryl Williams, Nathan. Thank you so much, Jeff. Happy New Year. No problem. Thank you. And again, thanks for the kind words about JD. We do uh, appreciate it. Everyone here at the station, I know, does uh, appreciate everyone's uh, warm Heartfelt condolences from everyone out there. Uh, let's head on out to Long Island and say good morning to Evan. Evan, what's going on, bud? Hey, Jeff. Going for the third championship since 2015. Half PPR. Let's uh, do it. I need. Yeah, I got uh, MVS. I got Tyler Boyd. Uh, Dustin Jackson. My opponent. My opponent has Eckler. Okay. Um, and I, you know, Eckler coming off COVID. Um, Boston Scott. And I, as a Jet fan, I love this Keyshawn Vaughn matchup here. Ooh, I think interesting. he's going to get a lot of a lot of carries. Boy, that you know what, Evan? That's um, <laughs> I, 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 I I hear what you're saying about uh, Vaughn, but the truth is that I I feel like in the championship week you're you're you know you're flying blind on that one. I, you're right though; he's explosive. I could see him actually seeing more touches, but I'd have a, a hard a, a blowout. Yeah, but it's it's you just it's it's one of those situations where I have a hard time uh, giving you that uh, you know push and saying yes, go. I would use Vaughn because I if it were my lineup, Evan, I wouldn't be able to pull the trigger. I'd definitely use Boston Scott if I were you. And then it comes down to Boyd versus MVS. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think Justin Jackson though is going to. Um, he's I think he's just going to be relegated right back to the second string here. Even though Eckler is coming back, bouncing back from COVID, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Co- uh, Eckler get his usual 18 to 20 touches, right? So for me, it's Boston Scott is definitely locked in, and then I think I'm using, I think I'm using Boyd in this situation because of the PPR. Okay. All right, man. Thank you, Josh. Happy New Year. All right, go get your third. Hopefully, Evan. And, and, and listen, the Vaughn thought is interesting, but you know I have to be honest too. If it's my team, I just can't, I can't, I can't feel. I can't feel confident uh, going ahead and, and uh, recommending Vaughn for the uh, Bucks, even though if the game gets out of hand, it's, it's a possibility, but it's just so hard to bet on that in your championship. Let's try Todd, who's in uh, – where you are yet, Todd? Hookston, home of Thad Mata, home of the Corn Jerkers. Beautiful. What's going on, man? What do you got? Hey, so I don't usually fret over defenses, but I'm in a championship, so every point counts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, had, I had the Patriots lined up. Uh, I do have the Packers on the bench with Kirk Cousins being out. Do I make the play for the Packers? Stay with the Patriots? You know they got no, the no. The pad, the pads against the Jags. I'm licking my chops. That's my number one defensive play of the week. Um, I hear what you're saying, but Sean Mannion has started before in the past. He's not, you know, one of those. I mean, honestly, the way the way Trevor Lawrence has played this year with everyone, everything surrounding him, I, I want every opportunity for Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. So do not pats all the way on that one, Todd. All right, and, and one more real quick. So I got I picked yep. up. I had I had Gibson. He's out on COVID. That's cool. I did pick up D Williams. So I got D Williams and Swift uh, starting. I do have mm-hmm. Jacobs as my flex. Uh, would Christian Kirk be a better flex than Jacobs? And it's and it's a PPR, right? It is a PPR. Jacob just makes me nervous going up against Indy. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think I'm I think I'm with you there, Todd. Especially it's it's the PPR. You know that that makes all the difference. Right. Uh, Christian Kirk without DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals seems to be you know if uh, one slash one A there with Green. So yeah, I think I would use Kirk over Jacobs there, Todd. I agree with you. Hey, I appreciate it. Have a good one. I'm all in right. championship no. and. Uh... I'm ready to rock and roll today. Thank you, sir. Beautiful, Todd. Hopefully we can get it done here. Again, 312-332-3776. You can hit me up on Twitter as well, at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. All right, full phone bank. We will get all your calls in when we return next. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. More segments to go here on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller, and this is the last one of the season, folks. So uh, I do want to say I appreciate everyone listening. Again, a great year as always. I think it's like the eighth or ninth year now that I've been doing this, so I do appreciate everyone's uh, uh, support, and thanks for listening and calling each and every week because it does uh, no good to do this show without you, the loyal listeners and fans. So thanks for making this a fun show to wake up for every Sunday morning. And thanks to my main man, Tyler Aki, as well, back at the shop for handling all the uh, fantasy football highlights and last-minute news that uh, we've been relying on all season. Thanks to him for basically, I think, handling all but one or two of these. So thanks to you on the air as well, Tyler. Do appreciate it, man. No problem. Always, it's always been fun waking up with you guys on Sunday morning. Uh, yes, he says that. Yeah, he, I'm sure he, he would rather be sleeping. But nevertheless, he does it for you. It's the love of the game, folks. Um, all right, let's uh, head on out to Adam, who's in Zion. What's going on, Adam? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. I got a uh, half-point PPR league. I need one of three. DK Metcalf, Mike Williams, or MVS against uh, Minnesota defense worst in the uh, league. Yeah, I'm still I, – I don't feel great about relying on MVS. Uh, I always just feel like, you know, that's – the it's, he needs the big touchdown to make your day. And the same – like the other two guys are in the same situation where their big touchdown can make the, the day for you as well. Um, I hear what you're saying about that Minnesota, Minnesota defense, but let's be honest with the quarterback situation. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Packers don't need to um, really go full throttle here. So for me, it comes down to Metcalf – Against the uh, Detroit Lions, or you, or you roll, do you want to roll with Mike Williams, who is back today for the Chargers against Denver? That's a tougher matchup. I think I'm probably going to say I'd still use DK Metcalf if it were me, Adam. All right, thanks, Jeff. Happy New Year. All right, good luck to you. Let's try John, who's downtown. John, what's going on, man? You're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good. Uh, non PPR. I got. Mm-hmm. I need two out of these five. Ronald Jones, Najee Harris, Zeke, Sony Michelle, and Elijah Mitchell. All right. So first, uh, first blush here. Uh, 
crossing off Elijah Mitchell just because uh, he's just returning and you know we don't know exactly what we're going to get from him. So he's the first guy I'm crossing off the list. And then he's got, you got Rojo, Najee, Zeke, and Sony. You need two of those, right? Yes. So I think I, I'm Sony Mitchell. Uh, Sony Mitchell. Sony Michelle. Not Mitchell. That that would be Elijah Mitchell. Sony Michelle would be the one who actually, at this point, I feel most comfortable with. So I'm. I'd say I'd use Sony Michelle. I'm taking uh, Ronald Jones out of the mix here, um, and then it's Najee Harris versus Ezekiel Elliott, who clearly hasn't been you know as good as we'd hoped he'd been this season. But you know, boy, Monday Nighter for Pittsburgh. I, I think I'm still using Najee Harris. He's just such a focal point of their offense that I think I would use him over Ezekiel Elliott at this point, John. Okay. All right. All right. Ronald Jones' uh, matchup against the Jets doesn't entice you at all? I mean, it does, but you, you just – I don't feel like he's proven, you know, he's somebody you need to rely on. And, again, in the championship, when you've got so many good options, I'd hate for you to see him – you know, I think I mentioned this last week. You know, he he's – he has a trouble holding onto the ball, and it only takes one yeah. fumble, and all of a sudden he's completely out of the game. He's done that so often throughout his career that even though the matchup looks pretty good, it's not. You know, and he wasn't by any means overwhelming last week. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't feel like he he did enough where you have to start him. Okay. All right. All good right, luck, sir. John. Good luck to you. Let's try Jesse, who's in Hickory Hills. Hey, Jess, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Happy New Year's. Need a little bit well. of help here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm in a full PPR. I lost Jackson as my quarterback, so my question is uh, Huntley or Hill? So I think I personally would go ahead and I think I'd use uh, – boy, that one's to- – I have them both right next to each other in my ranks. And I, I, I have Hill higher. I have Hill higher. So it's not, you know, by any means um, overwhelming, but I guess I would reluctantly, based on the ranks, use Tyson, uh, Taysom Hill. And what was your other one? And my other one was uh, I need two out of these three running backs, Swift, Harris, or Penny. Um, <clears throat> Damian Harris, right? Yes. Yeah, keep definitely lock him in. And then I see that it's a PPR, so that that's where it gets a little tricky with Swift versus Penny. I think because, mm, nah, because he's just returning from injury, I think I'd go ahead and, and keep Swift out of my lineup. I would use Penny over Swift this week, Jesse. All right, cool. Thank you very much for All right, help. thanks a lot, man. No problem. All right, guys, let's try and keep this moving so I can get everyone in. Let's try Tom, who's in Romeoville. What's going on, Tom? Hey, good morning, man. Happy New Year. Um, you too. I need, one, I need one out of the four in a full PPR flex. I got um, Cordell Patterson, who I'm kind of uh, don't trust anymore. Michael yeah. Pittman, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, or Brandon Ayuk? One out of the four. Oh, all right. So I think I, I don't trust Ayuk enough, so I take him out of the mix. Patterson, um, DJ Moore, eh, with the – I guess Donald is better than, you know, Cam throwing him the football, but still not great. So Pitt, for me, it's Pittman versus Patterson. I see – I, I hear you. Um, I hear you. It's it's hard to – at this point, Patterson, the last couple of weeks hasn't been the, the key. I think I would use Pittman, especially now that Wentz is back under center. I think I just feel safer with him in the PPR, yeah. Tom. All right, awesome. It's close with Pat. It's close with Patterson. So if you want, you know, I think the upside with Patterson's a little more interesting. But that Buffalo matchup's a little tough. So I think I'd use. I if it were me, I'd use uh, Pittman. Tom. Awesome. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you. Good luck. Let's try Ken, who's in Fort Worth, Texas. Kenny, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. 
Hey, how are you guys doing today? Very well. Hey, uh, so my situation, wide receiver, I've got to decide between, because all of them have some sort of downside today. Jefferson, Mm -hmm. worried about the quarterback. Antonio Brown, if he plays, is banged up. And then uh, Mike Williams, a little bit inconsistent. i got to play two out of the three. Yeah, uh, so I I, I hear you. Okay, Jefferson's in. I know what you're saying, but I still think he's going to be a focal point of their passing game. So I think you have to use Jefferson no matter what. And then A.B. or Mike Williams, half-point PPR leans a little bit more in Mike Williams' favor because it's not a, if it's a full, I, they feel like you got to use A.B. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think, uh, I think I'd probably, if I were you, use Mike Williams because I am a little concerned about A.B., although... Reports are that he looked pretty good yesterday, so um, you know he may be a full go. But again, if they get up on the Jets, I could see them resting both he and Mike Evans. So I would, use, I think I'd use Mike Williams for me, Ken. All right, I appreciate it. No problem. Let's try. Let's move to Jim, who's in Romeo Bell. Jimmy, what's going on, man? You're on the Fantasy Football Show. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your crew. Um, Happy 2022. Yeah, thank you. I have uh, two problems here. Uh, I need two running backs. I've got Hunt, Keyshawn Vaughn, Madison, Jackson, or Derek Gore. Um, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I, uh, a couple of my main guys went down the last couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm scrambling here for the final. So. so you need two of these? Yes, two out of Hunt, Vaughn, Madison, Jackson, or Gore. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, I yeah. think, boy, boy, I think I would use, uh, based on what Evan, I think I, this is a situation where I would actually use Vaughn. I think uh, okay. Evan, our, one of our callers from Long Island earlier in the show, brought up the possibility. Now, this is his situation where, of all the guys you mentioned, I think I'd get Vaughn into the lineup, and I'd probably go with Justin Jackson, knowing that, you know, if you get 10 touches, you know, that's that's going to be um, a good day. But the rest of the guys, sure. uh, you know, I can't feel good about I know, their I their. Know. Their usage. So I think I'd use Justin Jackson coming off the big game. Gotcha. And Vaughn. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. And my last Thank- my quick last one is uh I've got a flex for Antonio Brown, Devontae Parker, mm-hmm. or Alan Lazard. Uh I would do quickly Antonio Brown of those options. Let's try Jerry who's in Darien. Jerry, what's going on? You're on the fantasy football show. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for all your help this year. Um oh, thank you. I need one of these very mediocre players. Okay. Um, Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, Jeff Wilson, Devonta Freeman, or Brandon Ayuk? Uh, I think I would say I use Melvin Gordon ever so slightly above Saquon Barkley, Jerry. Okay. That was All the right. two I thought. Okay. Thanks so much. No Happy problem. Thank you too, Jerry. Thanks as always for the call. And then as we wrap it up here, I'll just uh, do these rapid fire. Allen and Clarendon Hills had. You needed one of these three options in a PPR. He has Michael Carter, A.J. Dillon, and Jeff Wilson. I would use A.J. Dillon there. Alan Waltz had three of five, had uh, David Montgomery, Rashad Penny, uh, Daryl uh, Williams, and Chase Edmonds. Of those options, I would go Penny, uh, Daryl Williams, and Montgomery Waltz. And then finally, Mike and Orland Park needed three of four. Chubb, Taylor, Rojo, or Sony. I would go ahead and bench Rojo, Ronald Jones there, Mike. All right. That does it for me, folks. Thanks, as always, to Twin Peaks, our presenting sponsor, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Thanks, Twin Peaks, for uh, 
again, sponsoring the Fantasy Football Show. And thanks to Tyler Aki as well. I'm back with Dion Miller at 10 o'clock to preview Bears and Giants. Thanks for listening, folks. Go win that ship.